You are now listening to the mind of John. My thoughts invade your thoughts don't necessarily reflect the views of Spotify. Your discretion to the boundaries of the imagination are advised. Care to share which we dare? Just click the link in the description and hit reply or voice your thoughts in now, John. Yes, we are rolling into episode number three. This one is titled Creating Content. And I'd like to know really two things. How do you create your content? Do you write them down through brainstorming? Or do you just create it out of spur of the moment? For myself, creating content is inspired by the followers that have been following along. Sounds a little strange, probably. But the way that it worked is I would randomly pick a follower and ask them a direct question. The question was, if you go anywhere in the world, where would you go? And what is your favorite song or artist? Now, eventually, a couple of followers would respond back with that said answer. And that would basically set the tone for how that episode would go. Using this information allowed me to generate a character based on the likeness of the follower and place them in the desired location with green screen and then tie it into the music they were selecting by searching for the song or artists within TikTok to make the character appear to be singing along. Now, towards the beginning of our video, we were only allowed to be only a single minute. So that means you had to compose it, compile it, and compress it as small as you could so it didn't roll over. That was kind of tricky at first. Over time, TikTok gave us a three-minute mark, so we had a little bit more wiggle room. So that means you could actually use it as theoretically an entire song. Now, as music goes, it's one thing to lip sync, and it's another thing to use the original in the background of your videos to be very clear. A lot of the music and videos that are currently in TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram some of these have been ported into the system without consent. So a lot of the times when a creator sees something they want to use and then they embed it into their videos they made, most of the time, the automated algorithms that are inside these programs, they are looking for certain aspects between the rhythm, the tones, and the sounds. And if the ID checks out, they are flagged. When it becomes flagged, it is muted. Or there are rare instances, the artist will allow your content to live on. There's a catch-22 involved in that. You're being demonetized on that particular video that you made. It will be allowed to live, but you will not make any money on that creation. Because the monetization is going to the original content holder. So it's kind of like a, a two-edged sword. If you, of course, is finding music that is from the original artist to make sure DMCA takedown does not occur for misuse, which is what we just basically touched base on. So the number one rule, if you are doing a lip sync or you are deciding to use a said song or video, make sure it is from the original artist and not somebody that has snuck it into the system because two things are going to occur. If it's part of the original artist, 
then they're going to use that and they're going to encourage other people to use it. That's perfectly okay. It's when, say, Joe fires it up into the system and then 30,000 people decide to use that audio clip for their videos. And out of the blue, now the artist is going, I didn't authorize that song anywhere on this platform. Take it down. They take it down. All the videos associated with that song are now muted or deleted. Now, you got to remember the rule of thumb. If your video is deleted from the platform, you have a small window of opportunity to fight for it. If you don't catch it fast enough, it's gone forever. I mean, literally gone forever. They don't just mute it. They wipe it off the face of the planet. Because I looked, I think I lost at least seven videos over the course of time that I cannot find anywhere. Not on YouTube, Instagram, and or TikTok. And I checked my backup files. Somehow the backup file was deleted from the original phone, so it was long gone. And all the backup servers somehow were wiped from that file. I have no explanation how the heck that happened. Whatever the case was, it was absolutely long gone. Now, I also want to keep in mind that another thing that's been happening a lot, trending, is remixing. Where you take one song and mix it into another, whether it be adding a, a rhythm or reverb or something to try to make it anew. In most cases, this concept of remixing works really well for you and the artist because you're causing a new line of listeners to re-explore that set song that may have been forgotten over the course of time or it just gave it new light. So now there's more interest in it than ever before. Um, that's perfectly okay as long as the artist is okay with it to exist. So remember that. You create something, it's amazing, it goes up, and then out of the blue it's pulled down. Look at the reason. Was the reason your video was muted was because content was violated? Or was it taken down because a content holder from another country has decided to take ownership of your video and states that this video is not allowed to be used in this sense due to outside of country being prohibited. Things like this will make a art, a creator go crazy because that means all the hard work and efforts you put into it to make it your own will completely annihilate it. And the issue at hand is if you're using a video that you are making and you happen to pick up background audio, it's harder to delete the background music that you captured versus something that you embedded. Embedded can be easily removed, but something that's caught in the background, it takes a more sophisticated method to clear all that out. So don't be sore and upset when your work is removed. Now, that being said, Anything that you make, anything that you create, however method you're using, try to keep in mind. There are some mere guidelines that you have to follow 
these are important facts that we cannot use existing content from, say, movies and TV shows and claim it as our own. You will get sued like you cannot believe. They're very protective of their IP for a reason, people. You can mimic it to an extent. You can create your own in this as cosplay. And that's perfectly allowed because you're creating off of the idea. And that, in most, most cases, has been permissible by the community as a whole. Except some will tear you apart. Here's a prime example. Nintendo don't play. I'll say it again. Nintendo don't play. If you have anything that you are trying to make in the form of a Nintendo product, you are preparing for a fight of your life. Take it from the team from YouTube that made Jeffy and had all these Mario-type characters. In the very beginning, probably was not so much of a problem because it was, you know, pushing the brand and people were, you know, wanting to get involved. But it was to the point that things were being monetized and making money. And they started making plushies and all this other stuff. Somewhere along the line, a red flag was sent. And the IP was contradicted. Once that happened, Nintendo sent out that cease and desist letter. Which then they had to start from scratch. Rebuild all their characters in different formalities. Something like that can be huge and damaging. Other artists, cosplayers, were using characters from high-end video games. And although they were making it their own, the gaming community ran into a problem because the game's creator the holder, stakeholder, decided that this was against their guidelines. So they sent a cease and desist letter. And once again, you've had them stepping down in sadness and having to change their whole criteria. So I will caution you. Cosplay is exciting and fun. Just remember the rules and the guidelines that you're stepping on toes that eventually you'll have to make some sudden changes along the way. It seems that there's a fine line. If you're not making money and you're doing it for fun, by all means, knock yourself out. But when you're trying to monetize with tools that have the ability to go into a new brand, or they decide they want it to brand, they're going to take you down. Because now theirs is more important than yours. And this kind of thing happens all the time. I originally have been using Plotagon. Plotagon is a go-to for a lot of creators to make content from characters that are either pre-made in the game, game application, or by generating the likeness of whoever they want it to be. And they give you 
kind of like an audio slide that lets you change the tones and the pitches. For your personal use and needs or presentations that have no revenue whatsoever, they're totally on board. Knock yourself out. Have fun. Advertise the product to show the love. But, big, big buts. If you plan to monetize with the product, make money. If you know what I mean. If you're already at your criteria, whether YouTube, TikTok, or whoever you're with, and that platform is already sending you a check, then now you're using a tool that has the ability or requirements to have a business license for usage. Be advised you are not protected without a license. With a license, it grants you 100% sole rights for you use how you see fit, as long as you're within the parameters and the terms of service of that said product. However, and this is a very big however, there are certain requirements that prohibit certain things from being used for certain reasons, such as I think TV is an absolute out of the question for usage for Plotagon because there's a lot of issues with some of the music that they've licensed for use might cross over into other countries that are not going to permit them to be out there. Should that happen, you're going to run into some roadblocks. And if that has happened and you went outside of the ability of the product, there's a good chance you're going to run into harm's way and you won't have the protection of the license to protect you from misuse. So here's my word of caution. If you want to use tools that create voice characters, I'm going to recommend that you look really carefully at the license that it's permitting you to use it for. There are free ones that you can download, both on Android and in Linux. Very simply. And if you're not sure about certain things being okay for use, go to the, the product's website and look for the FAQ for frequently asked questions. Enrollment will tell you restrictive guidelines. So far, two of the products that I've found are completely open to use however you see fit because it is a generic tone that you're using. So therefore, open for your usage. But make sure you're following the guidelines. Average people like myself, we don't have a legal team to protect us. So we're entirely on our own based on our own research and based on those said restrictions. So, I want you guys to have fun when you're creating, but I also want you to remember those set guidelines. Now, I put out a question, and the question goes without saying. If you were to attempt 
recording a podcast or a video log in a theme park. And it would have picked up background music from the speakers that are nearby. Is this going to be taken down from the MCA takedown due to copyright law? The answer to your question is yes. All of the music that is heard in the theme parks is protected by its IP. It's one of the reasons why you see so many videos ganked down. Because the content was used without permission. Say it again. Anything that you record inside of a theme park, there's a 90% chance it will get muted or removed by the content's creator. Mainly because the music is copy protected. How do I know this in particular? Well, Joanna Talbum. Photography, videotaping or recording of any kind for commercial or media use, including but not limited to blogs, vlogs and podcasts, is prohibited without the prior consent of Legoland Florida Public Relations at LLFmedia at Legoland.com. So although you are allowed to make videos and audio casts of things that you love, you have to be mindful of the guidelines that theme parks have. There are absolute restrictions prohibiting your ability to take pictures and video for business transactional needs. You have to find a way to find out who you need to make contact with part of that public relations group before doing so. Or you will open yourself up to litigation that will shut you down and take you a long time to pay back in restitution. So use that as a form of caution and a viral of warning. So it's got me thinking. Every day we see on social media somebody is recording in these parks and they're going through the ability of trying to increase viewers and subscribers for likes to entice them to help the creator get bigger. And basically, at the expense of doing so, gets the feed trying to avoid to begin with. So, I'm going to caution you. And I'm going to warn you. Deep down inside, most likely meant no harm. But in doing so, you cause a disruption. The guidelines that the parks created were to protect guests like me and you when we're out there having fun with our families, significant others, and our friends. It's not for you to decide, I'm going to go have a Q&A and run around the park bothering people to, I wouldn't say force them into your broadcast, but it's basically what you're doing. You're drawing them in, you're picking them apart, you're asking them questions. Please remember common courtesy. 
when you're out in the public side and you're creating content, if you are involving the public, make sure you get the permission off air first to make sure they're on board. And then for your protection, this is just an obvious thing. If you do get that set protection, please, for the love of God, put that in the actual broadcast, either in the description, used with permission by so-and-so on this date, or in the actual end of the cast, used with permission, not for reuse. Whatever the case is, you've got to put in the proper IDs. If you don't, you're again, open yourself into litigation that can cause tremendous harm. We all want to grow. We all want to expand. But we all have to remember these rules. It'll keep you out of harm's way. It'll keep you able to create content. It'll keep you out of trouble. And it's little things like this that we have to use the proper tools and the which ways that we do things. Now comes the hard part. The tool I've been using this entire time was never created for the form of podcasting. So there is some new territory that I have to review before I decide to use this in a further manner. It was done once to explore, could it be done? And I did, you know, I reached out to Plotagon and I, t- I shared with them the, the creation to say, hey, look, this can be used for other purposes. What are your thoughts? Nobody ever responded. They're kind of in the middle of a, a transition, meaning another organization has shown interest in them and now they've formed another company together. But the new product that they are releasing has yet to come out. So, the tool I'm using in this episode is called VoiceGen. It is fully, freely downloadable as a Linux user. All you have to do is go into the Flatpak website, that's F-L-A-T-P-A-K-S, and search for the word VoiceGen. That's V-O-I-C-E-G-E-N. There will be a link in the podcast uh, description So when you click on these links that I make for you, it takes you to our website and there's additional live links that you can pick from that allow you to do what you need to do, meaning to reply or to respond by voice from broadcast to podcast. And there's things in there that's going to have helpful little hints, including voice gen that you can click on. So, that pretty much covers what I wanted to discuss with you. But now comes your part. If you don't mind sharing, I like to know, how do you create your content? Do you use the tools of the trade that are available to you? Or have you tried other techniques that work really great? If you don't mind sharing with it, reply to the post, tell us your thoughts. Or if you want to voice your ideas, simply click the little floating link that says broadcast to podcast. This is available for all of you for about a 90 second. Today you learned about Plotagon and Voice Gen. Now it's your turn. How do you create? I want to hear from you. Click reply or voice your thoughts.